Cool. All right. If you guys are watching this, uh, for everybody listening to the recording or watching this podcast live, I do broadcast this live every episode that I shoot at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Zoom, and I always give the link on Snapchat, Facebook, and Instagram, okay? If you're on your phone, you have to download the app. It's very simple, but Zoom is one of the most cleanest, clearest, most HD video platforms there are, okay? Uh, so welcome, everybody, to Supreme Being. This is podcast episode 14, I believe, or 15. We do two episodes a week. Uh, as always, this is sponsored by Team DC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything in this world revolving around real estate, contact us. We'll take care of you. doesn't matter where, when, or what the price is. Also sponsored by my personal coaching and mentorship program for everybody, Modern Success. We have 145 members now, I think, 145, 146. Last I checked, we're killing it. Make sure, make sure that you sign up as the price will go up. It will go up, okay? And lastly, EXP Realty, which is my brokerage. Super powerful if you're an agent. You need to know about EXP and find out. Make sure that you message me and let's get you on board, okay? So today I wanna talk about um, a couple topics that are going through my mind. The first thing I want to note to everybody real quick, real quick is we're coming into the final three months of the year. Um, I, love, I love this time of year. This is usually when I make the most money. This is usually when my real estate team does the best and I'm gonna explain why. And I'm going to lay out the blueprint for everybody. I don't care what industry you're in, in order for you to kill it, okay? As you look at the pattern and rhythm of society, okay, everything in life has a rhythm, same thing with society, okay? As you look at the rhythm of society coming into the last couple months of the year, what do you see? You see the emphasis on holidays, taking time off, taking it easy, not working, taking a lot of time off, this and that, blah, 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 right? And I'm already seeing the effect, right? My team has set four, five listing appointments already just this week. Two listings have been taken, right? Three of those appointments were set for the last two days. One was we canceled on them because we didn't want to take it. The other two we went and we got, okay? Expireds, most of them were expireds, not all of them, but most of them. And they were new expireds, meaning they just came off the market. For those of you who are not in uh, real estate, that's somebody who gets out of contract with their previous broker or realtor. And now it's open game, fair game for anybody to come and get their business and put the home back on the market. So one indicator that we know that less people are working is this. Uh, one of the appointments that we set, we connected with this consumer at 11 a.m., 11 in the morning, our time, local time. And she, she complained about receiving five phone calls that, that morning. Now, for those of you who are a real estate agent, for an expired by 11 a.m., only have received five phone calls versus normally they receive 50 or 100, that lets you know, that lets you know the decrease in effort and other people actually showing up to do their job, okay? Now this is rampant everywhere. Even in the nine to five, the people that have to show up, their productivity goes down. They've actually done studies. And during the holidays, the already shit productivity of most nine to five employees actually goes down even more, believe it or not, if that was even fucking possible, right? So isn't that interesting? 
So us, meaning the people who follow me apparently, because I say a lot of crazy shit, you must be crazy like me and want to do good for yourself and make money and be successful. We know, hey, this is an opportunity now. I can now capitalize on less people being in the marketplace, which means I can get a bigger piece of that same pie. Now, a lot of people will argue in my industry, well, you know, the amount of uh, sales decreases and there's less people in the market, blah, 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 blah. Look, when you take a step back and look at this objectively from the outside, let's say there's 100 transactions normally in a month in real estate in a certain area. Again, I'm just throwing random numbers out, but let's, let's play this game for a little bit. Let's say the amount of transactions goes down 10, even 20%. So that 100 transactions that normally would occur in a neighborhood now goes down to 20 or sorry, 80, right? It goes down 20 to 80. Well, I can tell you the number of agents, people working easily, easily drops double that 40, 50% checkout, especially starting next month, November, November, December, forget it, forget it, forget it. So by virtue of that, there is in proportion when we look at people actually competing and working versus the decrease in the market or the consumer or the possibilities, you actually have more opportunity now on the consumer side for sure and also as the person working, the entrepreneur, the real estate agent, right? And this is pretty comparable across other industries as well, okay? So the further we look into this, the more reasoning you have as somebody, especially an entrepreneur, to work harder and put in a little bit more work. Now, I don't tell people, okay, you have to work you know, 24 hours a day. No, but if you're a real estate agent and you're talking to 20 or 30 people every day, why not step it up to 40 or 50? Why not step it, step it up to working, if you work four or five days a week, work six. Come in on a Saturday morning. Do a little bit extra. What is the rhythm of everybody around us? Take time off, slow down. Well, you need to speed up. You know, I've said this before, look at what most people are doing and do the opposite. And it rings true here. Because I know everybody's already planning time off. I see people putting countdowns to vacations and this and that, and I just laugh. Because every time I see that and other people taking time off or complaining, right? By the way, if, if we happen to be friends on Facebook or whatever it is, you know, any kind of social media, and on my feed it pops up that you said something like, oh, um, you know, oh, it's Monday, I need my coffee, I immediately delete you and I take you off. I don't want to see that shit. A crew hustler is never going to put some shit like that. Me? Being your competition, I see weakness. Hopefully you get that, what I just said. Oh, now would be the time to sit down and write a couple things and say, okay, let's say I'm gonna put in 10, 20% extra effort during this fourth quarter. What, what does that look like? What is it gonna be? And I'm writing down. Am I gonna do 10% more conversations with people? Am I going to get out uh, and do, I don't know, go out one more night a week where I go meet business people or go to 
uh, organizations or meetup groups or whatever it is. Just a bunch of little stuff and you write it down because until you take what you learn and write it down and actually say, I'm going to do this, nothing happens. The list of people who listen to this podcast, and by the way, just on Podomatic alone, in downloads, not plays, not uh, you know repeats or whatever, just in downloads a day, this podcast gets anywhere on average from 250 to about four or 500 downloads a day just on that one platform. And the majority of those people, if I said, okay, out of just the 13 or 14 podcasts that I've given for free, let me see an itemized list of action you've taken and things you've accomplished directly from what you've learned from this podcast, the majority wouldn't have done shit. But see, that's the normal rhythm. The normal rhythm now is consume content, consume content, don't do shit, feel better, don't do shit, and their life continues in the same pattern over and over. I started looking at different areas of my life and saying, okay, I'm gonna break away from that shit completely, right? Everything, basically everything I do is like the opposite of what society does. The way I eat, the way that I think, the way that I move, the way that I speak, the way I make money, the people around me, the type of goals that I set, type of relationships that I have, I mean everything, everything. So take some, some stock of your own life right now and say, well, let's say you want to do this. You're like, okay, you know what? These last three months, I'm going to fucking crush it. But everything else you do in your life is how society does it, is like the average does it. Then one thing, one little thing now is not going to make this huge shift that suddenly brings all this happiness and wealth and success into your life. It doesn't happen that way, right? It's a slow process can be fast for, for some, right? There are exceptions to the rule. It's a slow process, but it requires a complete revamp of everything, right? Because if you, for the last 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 years, however old you are, have been going a certain way, living a certain way, especially now, pertaining to this particular podcast, these last three months, you normally take time off, you normally are a little bit lazier, you don't show up, you don't work as hard, you're not as motivated, you don't go the extra mile these last three months, all of a sudden now, even if you feel some sort of inspiration or drive to now make that change, it's not going to be simple because you've already passed through 30 fourth quarters of years and not done shit. And now this first one after 30, you want to suddenly do something new. It's like the kid who walked all of his life leading up to when he learns to ride a bike. He doesn't just get on the bike and he's a fucking master doing wheelies and going back and forth and putting the little pegs on and jumping on stuff. He's not doing that. He's kind of wobbling. He's getting help. He has a training wheels. Then after a while he figures it out. Boom. Then once he gets it, he's good. Then he can go years without riding a bike, get back on it. And it's like, boom, muscle memory, right? He's already got that thing etched into his nervous system and his being. Hint, hint, same thing happens with a lot of these things that I teach you guys. Once it becomes habit, and remember, we want to replace that word, habit with ritual. Now, it's something you can always call upon with ease, with ease, with ease. Now, there's something I've talked about before, but I'm going to run it by everybody on the podcast. Everybody's at different levels. The four levels of learning something new and getting very good at it and it eventually becoming something that's just unconscious, okay? You first, at the first level, have unconscious incompetence, meaning unconsciously you're incompetent, meaning you're doing something wrong, incompetence, unconsciously, and you have no idea. 
Level one. Level two, conscious incompetence. Meaning you're doing something wrong, the incompetence, but now you're conscious about it and you are aware and you're like, oh, I'm fucking up. I'm not doing this. Let's say some of you, a lot of people, when you engage in communication with them, uh, they give you weird looks or they call you a creep or whatever. And before you had no idea, you're like, what the fuck? But now if you're consciously incompetent about it, you can say, okay, obviously my communication is not correct. It's not calibrated. I'm giving off being creepy, but I'm not. That's level two. Level three would be conscious competence, meaning, okay, now I figured it out. I can do it, but I have to put my conscious thought and focus into it. So I have to really be focused to do it. Okay. And that's going to, again, boom, boom, boom. You have to put in your time. Then we have the Holy grail, the top of the top that we all want to do and be, and this is where you have to be to be at the highest levels is now you're unconsciously competent, meaning now it's just natural. When you hear people say they're naturals as shit, that just means that their skills are at that level. Now, some people in certain areas have those skills, okay? But if they're not aware of those skills, they're not as powerful as somebody who becomes a natural by earning the skill. That's a different level, okay? So some of you who maybe aren't as good socially or as polished, you look at somebody who naturally is a little bit of a better speaker or can talk to people and for the guys out there, maybe they can get girls at a certain level or whatever. If you now earn the skill, not being a natural like them, you can get to their level, being unconsciously competent now by earning your skills, you will destroy them. You will wipe the floor with them because you'll be at a different level. You know why? Because you know the exact tools that it takes to be that. Okay. This is why somebody like Jordan Belfort, the guy who they made the movie, the Wolf of Wall Street from is like the number one salesman ever and has like probably the best tonality on the planet. And he's just so great at selling because he was naturally a good salesman, but he actually codified what he did. He was able to step back and say, what am I doing here that's allowing me to sell at this level? And he codified it. So he has the best of both worlds. He was naturally good, and then he had the skills because he broke it down and said, okay, these are the skills. So he was able to now see what he was doing and make it better. That's why, I mean, I've been studying that guy for years. I still go back and study his stuff every once in a while. What a brilliant man and salesman. Some people will say, well, you know, he was a crook and he robbed a lot of people. Okay, sure. Of course. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the man's ability to sell. That, regardless if you like him or not, or you think he's a piece of shit, is irrelevant. The man can fucking sell. And he's like the number one. If you ever need help with tonality, study him. He's like the king of tonality. That's what I call him, right? Dude is just insane. So shout out to Doran Belfort because he paved the way for people like me. <clears throat> so now, as we go through those levels, if we apply this to now this, this final quarter, you gotta hustle and while everyone else is taking time off, you're hustling. If we want to apply that now, I've taken you from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence, meaning you spotted now that you've been messing up these last three months or at the very least that you can step your game up. Now you need to go to conscious competence which is where this little plan of what I told you, writing down what you're going to do comes into play and then doing it. And I don't care if it's what I do or anybody else does. You write down at least three things. I'm trying to do three things that you can do these last three months that are going to get you ahead and have you doing more effort than everybody else around you. Because the majority of people will be slacking, will be fucking up, will be doing nothing. And you can pick up all the pieces. You can pick up all the extra dollar bills that are on the ground. Okay. Now, from there, 
you work these whole three months doing these three things, now it's gonna become unconsciously competent and next year, whoop, boom. Now it's gonna be a ritual for you. It's gonna be a habit. It's gonna be ingrained into your nervous system, okay? Where are we at with that, ladies and gentlemen? You don't have to answer out loud, but ask yourself, where do I fall in this rhythm? Am I at the proper rhythm? Or am I in the rhythm of the average of what everybody else is doing? Aside from that, one thing that I want to uh, touch on, and probably after this I'll open it up to questions. I know that's people's favorite portion of the podcast, and a lot of people get some good insight from it, okay? I talked about this a little bit on, on Facebook the other day with some people, and it's a topic that's brought up constantly, and even though I've taught a lot of people, I still see the seed of this planted deep inside people's, you can say almost soul now, because of all this prior conditioning. And it's this, people have this undertone when they speak to people, when they want to do things, when they set their goals, when they claim, I'm going to do this. There's still a slight undertone, even if they don't want to admit it, even if consciously with the words they don't say it, there's this, when they say it, they're still asking permission. Okay. One of the best ways you can find this out is by asking women. Because sometimes men will say stuff to them but the woman can still tell they're asking permission, asking it, and they'll tell them no. Okay. And I'll tell I know there's a ton of women who listen to this podcast. You're probably going to nod your head and be like, okay, I know exactly what he's talking about. Now to the guys, you can relate to this when maybe you wanted to do something and then you were probably a little bit nervous about it and you said what you wanted to say, but it wasn't hundred percent confident or there. So when you said it, Deep down inside, you're like, fuck, I hope they go for it, right? That would be saying it or taking an action with still having that, that subtle or slight undertone of asking permission for it. And that's the number one deal breaker for business, for interactions with people. It's not going to work. You're not going to seem confident. You're going to seem very nervous, uh, not sure of yourself. And especially when it comes to you wanting to make your own decisions, you're going to wonder why you don't follow through. You're going to wonder why you're not going at it hundred percent because you're still asking permission, right? And you guys have a lot of invisible attachments to people who don't really, who don't really have anything to do with what you want to do and should not have at all any say in what you're doing. Okay. Now I'm going to pause for a second. I said this in the beginning for the people on Instagram and here live on zoom. I will be answering questions at the end. I see a ton of questions being repeated over and over. I will answer them at the end. So when I say we're open for questions, then ask your question. Okay. If you haven't noticed, we're filming a podcast here. Okay. So now is the time to look inside and say, what am I still asking permission for? Number one, number two, why am I asking permission? Three, is it even necessary? Take yourself through that process. And you'll realize that maybe some of you say you want to go to school, but you don't really want to go to school. 
or some of you want to go after a certain career path, but some people around you are saying it's not a good idea and you're still listening to what they have to say. That would fall into that category, right? Not being sure of yourself and asking for permission is, I think, socially and you can say as an individual wanting to be free, wanting to express yourself is probably one of the most debilitating things. That would be the word. Because all it means is you're going to live confined to your abilities. Right? Now, recently in Modern Success, for those people who are on, the last string of videos have been about the subject, right? From a different angle, different level. So you know what we're talking about here. But for the people on the podcast, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to answer this. If you could do anything without any chance of failure, what would you do? If you could do anything without any chance of failure, zero chance of failure, you're going to do this, it's going to happen. Not just making money and all that, like whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe it's making a billion dollars, whatever it is, right? Buying six Bugattis, uh, you know, making the next Playboy Mansion, whatever the fuck it is. Without fail, you could do it. Snap your fingers, you write it down, you say you're going to do it, it happens. Travel the world, right? doesn't matter, right? You don't have to tell me, just tell yourself, okay? Now, now that you have the answer to that question, now that you answered yourself that question, look, look at what your current goals and what your plan is right now, right? Like the things you're going for right now. And notice how for 100% of you, what it was without failure versus what it is here are two completely different things. This is probably level 10 and over here what you're expecting for yourself is level two. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Because every single goal without failure, why would you fucking not go for it, right? When there's a security blanket that everything is gonna be okay, it's like, oh, we're gonna do this. But instead we sell ourselves short and we go after one-tenth of that because we feel like it's safe and all oh, this is such a pretty goal and it's realistic and I can do this. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Somewhere inside of you, there's a block that's not allowing you to go after that. Now, the quest with everything I teach and everything you have to learn in life is to get to this without having the guarantee. Because again, the only thing we can guarantee is taxes and debt, right? But you can fight tooth and nail to get to that. And most people who fight tooth and nail to get to it will get there for sure. For sure. And I continue to demonstrate that over the years with what I'm accomplishing because I'm getting closer to that thing over here on this side. I didn't sell myself short. And I never will. And I continue to grow and expand that. So what is it? What is it that's here? Right? A lot of this work that you're going to learn from me or anybody else who talks about the mind and, and achievements and this and that, it requires that you do work on your end. It's not just fucking listening to us and it's going to suddenly fix everything. You have to look internally and fix your shit, fix your issues, fix the broken wiring you have in you. If you have some sort of fucking resentment for somebody in your family, it's up to you to fix it. Not for me to hypnotize you or talk to you about this and that. You have to do it. There's an element of responsibility for that individual, for them, their circumstances, their life, their way of thinking that has to be handled. 
period. I'm bringing it to your attention, to your conscious mind. It's up to you now to kill it, to confront it. If you don't like the way you communicate, fix it. If you have an issue with people around you that you know are not going to go anywhere, then you fix it and you tell them how to behave around you. And if not, you tell them to fuck off. If you think you think too little, then practice thinking big so much that eventually all you do is think big. If you're overweight and unhappy with yourself, you get your ass to the gym, you fix your fucking diet until you look and feel like you want to look and feel, period. You want to make more money? You figure it out and you get into action. You don't talk about your excuses and, oh my God, this and that, blah, blah, blah. If you have a repulsion for money and you think money is the root of all evil and rich people are assholes, where well, you're fucked up in the head, you need to rewire it and fix it. Because any excuse somebody can throw about me about why they're in their certain situation, I can find 10, minimum 10 people who were in your exact same circumstance or worse that actually had success and were able to attain that goal or those things that I just asked you. If you could do anything without failure, what would you do? So personal responsibility, our own commitment to ourselves, our standards for ourselves has to be higher than anyone else will hold you to. If your bosses or your employer standards for you are higher than yours are for yourself, you will fail. And I can't, or anyone else can't fix that, no matter what you listen to or what you read. You guys have to get relentless and ruthless with this personal quest to fix your shit. All that myself and these other individuals do that you study is hand you the tools. It's like, we give you the nail and the hammer, you have to go hammer the wood. We don't do it for you and say, oh, watch, this is how it's done. We might do it with our own to demonstrate to you how it's done, but you still have to pick up the fucking hammer and the nail and nail your wood and build your fence. We can't build it for you. We can build ours to show you how it's done, which is what we do. And we can show you, okay, this is how you hold the nail, this is how you hit the hammer on the head of the nail. But you have to pick up the fucking hammer and the nail and build your fucking fence. But somehow, somewhere along the way, everybody, oh no, I can just watch you know, the teacher do it. And okay, it feels good to watch it. So I know how to make a fence, it's okay, I don't have to make it. That's how people are living now. You see someone else get a Lamborghini, like me, and then you don't fucking do it for yourself, even though deep down inside, you know, you fucking want it. But then you're like, well, I know my mom wouldn't approve. And she said, if I make money, not to be a rich asshole, because that's what happens when you make money. So I'm just going to, okay, cool. I know I can do it. I'm just not going to do it. That's how everybody lives now. It's pathetic. They don't want to admit it though. Then all the stories and the excuses comes out, right? And then I step up and say, wake the fuck up. But oh, bro, no, you can't do that. Oh man, you got to be nicer. Fuck being nice. Right? People need to be uh, shook, right? If I could literally reach, reach through and like shake people, I would. and be like, dude, like, wake up. It's not that difficult. You see people around you doing it all the time. Bunch of people succeeding, doing this, doing that. And a lot of times you look at people who are doing stuff that you would like to achieve and they're doing it. By virtue of that, you already know, hey, it can be done. Let's decode it. Right? And a ton of people like, dude, I, I've given blueprints to everything, especially when it comes to real estate business, sales, 
and all that stuff. I have programs and stuff, sure, but just with some free content, you could already build a foundation for sure, for sure, for sure. But it always comes back to the individual. You have to want it more than I want it for you. And that's truly what I think is, is the case a lot of times is even the people in my programs that pay me, I still feel a lot of them, I want it more than they fucking do. And that's sad. And I remind them of that shit all the time. You have to want it more than I want it for you or your teacher or your coach or whoever it is. Because if they want it more than you, then you're fucked. I don't care what it is, right? But if it pertains to you and your life and what you want to accomplish and what you say you want to accomplish, then motherfuckers step up to the fucking plate and get it done. It's really that simple. All the other shit is just another route to get to where we want to go. Somebody might say it a little bit differently. Some people might not cuss. Some people might say it in a different language, but it's the same shit. Yes, these are the blue blockers. I sell these on my website. Okay, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I'll open it up to questions if you have any. Um, I'll hold it probably to five to seven minutes of questions, but please keep them short, keep them concise, and we will get to them. As always, if you guys are interested in modern success, because I see so many questions about it, go to briancasella.com, go to the coaching tab, and get your ass on the program. 38, 37, 38 people, something like that, joined last month. Only way to know is to try, brother. Yes, experience. Yeah, the blue blockers are great, Jeffrey. Did you want any new art? Not at the moment. And what are the benefits? Benefits to what, bro? Uh, I don't offer winner's circle anymore, Diserica, so just get on modern success. There is no book on tonality, brother. I said study Jordan Belfort. Benefits of the glasses, they block out the blue light from all the devices and they protect your eyesight. Hey! Hey! Scott, I see you've asked that question. Based on everything that I said, you need to eradicate the word reasonable from your vocabulary, brother, immediately. <laughs> Nothing that I do and teach, brother, is reasonable. Is it reasonable? No. Can it be done? Yes. Have you read the book called Persuasion? Um, probably, yeah. I've read so many books now, I can't um, remember. Yes, taking action is part of it. Good, good. No, it's just my cat. Sometimes he jumps up on the counters and he shouldn't, so. But he responds to my voice now. EXP is fire. Yes, it is. Just passed my real estate exam. Cool. Awesome. Well done. Well done. Any other questions, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Top five favorite books. Go to my YouTube. I have more than five that I share on YouTube. By the way, my YouTube channel is at, let's see. We are at 99,983 subscribers. So I need 17 more to get to 100,000. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure that you go to it immediately and subscribe. Just type in my name. Uh, are some failures bigger than others? Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't really look at it that way. I just think of it as a failure at a certain point in time to teach me a certain thing, you know? 
Are we able to go back and listen to your previous podcast? Yes. On Podomatic, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. Pretty much all the podcast platforms. I'm on all of them. What's up? Biggest motivation? I don't look at motivation, bro. When you get to a certain level, Simon, you don't have to, you don't deal with motivation anymore. That's level one. You want to never have to worry about motivation again? Get on Modern Success and I'll teach you. What do you use to record this live? Zoom and my phone for Instagram. Books you recommend for new agents? Um, the Mike Ferry book, How to Develop a Six-Figure Income in Real Estate. And of course, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Best leads for new agent, cold calling, door knocking. How many levels are there? More than you think. Uh, yes, Cadillac, I will stick to 30 day listing agreements because in 30 days, even if it somehow doesn't sell, your activities and what you did should allow them to continue the contract with you. To do talks on overcoming social anxiety and business, uh, Nomad, I cover that stuff on my programs, right? There's only so much I'm gonna cover for free on YouTube and all these other places, right? And I've made some videos as well on YouTube about that. Even recently, a couple weeks ago, I made one. Does your brokerage let any agent do commercial transactions? Yes. Biggest fear when I first got into real estate? Uh, biggest fear when I got into real estate? I think just like anybody else, am I gonna make it? Know any car salesmen? Where? Where? Well, I don't think it's value isn't free, Scott. I'm glad you brought that up. There's levels to value, right? I think if you combine all the videos I've done on all platforms, I would probably have, I would say almost 2,000 at this point. Slightly baggy shirts, pants versus fit. I prefer fitted. Now that I know more about... Um, uh, style and image, I prefer fitted. Develop vacant lots or sell them and buy an already built property. Uh, depends. If you work with somebody who can develop and then you can list the units, do that. But if it's for your personal use and it depends on what your end goal is. Anna, why are you worried about them possibly not trusting you? You're already creating a presupposition in your mind. You need to upgrade the way you think, right? What you're doing is you're creating a scenario that's not even there. If you have your license and you wanna help people and you're committed, you offer your services. Don't create this story in your mind because guess what? What you expect and what you think and what you focus on, that's what you're gonna get. How to properly follow up with Gent on referral, agents on referral, just keep in touch with them, dude. There's no proper way to follow up. Just check in with them. Uh, no, I haven't, Manny. I haven't checked that out in San Dimas. Do they make you undergo some type of training? No, the license that you have, it works for commercial or residential. Any training you do is um, up to you, additional training. When you're making another expired listing video, what do you mean? Andrea, we just released one today. <laughs> yep, it's true, Elay. A lot of fake shit.
most challenging client? Probably, uh, again, the one that took a year to close because lawyers got involved. They were just a pain in the ass. And it wasn't even the client. It was the client's family. But we couldn't do anything but wait it out. All the other stuff like dealing with negotiations and people who have tempers and have emotions, that's easy. That's easy. Well, that's the thing, Junior. Um, I don't think there is an issue with too much versus too less. What do you mean up the quality? The level of information that I give is extreme quality. Now, if you mean quality like editing and all that shit and cutting the frame every five seconds, I have no interest in doing that, dude. But as far as quality, I don't think anybody in this space that does what I do touches me as far as quality. So I enjoy doing more than them and higher quality. Uh, I was uh, at Jacksonville for the exit uh, realty rally. Juanita, but any plans to go back? I don't know. If they invite me again, sure. Dude, if you don't have anybody to practice your dialogues with, find people online. Everybody who I practiced with, the majority of them were people that I met and found online. Come to Miami. I go to Miami all the time, dude. Have your broker reach out to me. We'll work something out. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cool. All right. Um, cool. All right, guys, I'm going to take off. I appreciate you being here and supporting the podcast as always every Monday and Wednesday at 7 PM Pacific standard time. Um, let's see again, we're sponsored by team BC, my real estate team. Make sure you reach out to us if you need anything, anything, uh, real estate wise worldwide, modern success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. You go to briancasella.com, which is linked in the podcast and everywhere on YouTube and my social media. You go to the coaching tab and you sign up immediately. Also, EXP Realty for all the real estate agents who have not joined yet. Make sure that you reach out to me, get the information, and get your ass to EXP. Okay? It's only going to get better. So jump on the opportunity. Okay? Have a good evening, everybody. We will see you.